You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome back to another week of Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. I'm Chase Holden. Um, it is now week eight of the NFL. We are halfway through the season. Um, I am super excited also to introduce uh, Mr. Nick Wilcox. He's joining us tonight on the show. What's happening, my man? What's happening, people? What's going on, great people? Let's go and let's get it. Let's go and let's get it. I'm loving it. Uh, Nick's actually joining the uh, Garage Guys fantasy sports team um, now, and uh, we have a little secret surprise. We've actually launched already, but uh, we have a new podcast that's coming under the Garage Guys fantasy sports network. It's going to be the GGFS Hoopcast. Um, we're not telling you when it's coming out, but it's going to be a surprise. So be on your P's and Q's. So you get over and follow it at GGFS Hoopcast. And um and that's gonna be dropping soon. That's gonna be all things NBA and all things NBA fantasy. So you're uh, you, you, yeah. <laughs> so we have um we actually have a uh, a league that we started up the GGFS Hoops League. Um, I, I still think that I have one of the the better uh, teams that I that I drafted, and I haven't really even played much. Nick's actually the expert, and I can't lie, you have a very very sexy squad out there on the court. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I got a little discount on, you know, a few players in the, in the, the league. And, you know, um, we'll just see how it plays out. You know, it, it's going to be a long season with the NBA. Um, just gearing for a long season. You know, trades are going to happen. You know, like I said, people are going to get injured. And, you know, um, just like the NFL season is going to be long. So the NBA season is even a little bit longer. So it's got to pay a little bit more attention. Some guys are going to get in some, you know, hot and cold streaks. And, you know, it's going to be a fun, fun year. I expect to take it because that's just me. But um, we'll see oh, what we'll happens. See. Man. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge you hard because like I I get I give it my all even though like this thing is going all the way till April and I don't know how I'm gonna deal because like I'm just used to playing fantasy football <laughs> so this is like a whole new world to me right now and um, <laughs> but I I did take Anthony Davis first overall so um so I can't complain there and that that helped that helped me out great and then Pels man they're lighting it up right now. Oh yeah, I don't I mean, know. I mean, it's it's Anthony Davis, man. I mean, you know, you, when you had the first overall pick, but you better take a guy like Anthony Davis. The only thing for me is, will he get hurt and descend the third? Like, you know, you never know. We, we all know that's glass brow, Anthony Davis. Glass um, brow. You know, you take that like... back, Nick. You take it back now. <laughs> He's our only hope now that now that Boogie Cousins betrayed betrayed trade the birds, man. He betrayed us. He went over there to chase rings. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's going to be really fun. It's uh, we we got a, a cool uh, a, a cool little squad in there. We're doing a, a ten man. So first year for the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports crew to to kick one up, and I'm looking forward to many more seasons to come. But yes, be on the lookout for that. But tonight we're not here to talk about basketball. We're here to talk about football. Okay, so week eight uh, is is on on the rise, but we can't get into week eight until we talk a little bit about week seven. Um, Starting off, I just I have to go back to Thursday, last Thursday, when Arizona played against Denver. Um, I was not ready for that defensive performance. I mean, I, I literally thought that David Johnson was going to have his game. And I want to also apologize to Mike McCarthy because I, I made a, a video, a rant, for like a, a good one minute and 50 seconds, and I did not even correct myself by, by calling Mike, getting Mike McCoy confused with Mike McCarthy. Uh, so just a big shout out. Don't be mad at me, Mike McCarthy. Um, and uh, you're a great coach. You're not anything like Mike McCoy. But um, luckily, the the uh, the you know somebody in the Arizona Cardinals front office and McCarthy really still Twitter. has a job. <laughs> yes, exactly. They they went to Twitter and uh, and Mike McCoy was gone the next day. And um, I, I think that that was the best move they could have ever made because even though and I always lean on it. 
Uh, I knew that, that this was not going to be a hot year for Arizona, but I did not think it was going to be this horrible. And with David Johnson, I, I thought that it, he has, he's got at least one game in him. And, and now with Mike, with, with, with Mike McCoy gone, hopefully we can see a little bit of flip for him because I mean, I trust me, I don't want him to outscore Alvin Kamara because I have a bet with the sleeper wire guys and I'm going to get four Westworld uh, whiskey glasses. <laughs> so I nice. really uh, want to make sure Kamara still outscores David Johnson. But at the same time, I don't want to see David Johnson just like go a year without anything. I mean, all he had was the wrist injury. So, I mean, you you got to get that man in the end zone more. You've got to find a way to get that man the ball, and you've got to get it to him the right way. I just think that whole coaching staff has no idea how to use David Johnson, and that just baffles me. I Just look at the previous – Look at the, I mean, look at when, you know, Arians was there. David Johnson was used, like, you know, as the receiving back, as a, just an all-around weapon. And when I'm just seeing, like, with this Arizona Cardinals, like, you know, off, like, offense, it's just, like, it's trash. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald is, hasn't been healthy all year. I mean, they're doing one good thing right, and that's getting Christian Kirk the ball. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and, I mean, Josh <laughs> Rosen, I mean, he's, he's got the attitude. But, I mean, it, it can't be that hard to use David Johnson. I mean, go go back and watch some of the film that Arian had. I mean, like, you could just see, like, the, the dude's talented. It can't be that hard to integrate that. I mean, just, like, get him the ball. Throw him the ball. You know, be a little more effective out of the backfield. I mean, just do something. Like, I, I think that Steve, you know, Steve Wilkes went in there, and, and he's got this whole entire mindset of, oh, this is my team now. And it's like he just wanted to change everything. It's like it, it was working. It was working great. Like why? Why change that? You want to win, and you're you're walking right into a team that had everything it needed to win, but you know you're getting a new quarterback now, and maybe Rosen really isn't the guy. I wish he was because do you know how amazing it would be to have the fantasy team name uh, "Kiss from a Rosen" like a play on the seal song, like just every week, just like bombard like everybody in your fantasy league with just like. Just I can take it to a kiss from a Rosen, like and you just like you know what I'm saying, like and just have like like envelopes. I don't know, like that's just I, I love Seal. I love that song. Man, you thought about Batman for quite some time, huh? I mean, I was actually thinking about that earlier today. I was like, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast tonight. I was like, the world needs to hear this. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. Kiss from a Rosen. So get better, Josh Rosen, so that so I can I can have you in my league because I am having quarterback issues. And um, one of the most upsetting games, like I had to I had to grab Andy Dalton this week, and I started him over. Uh, I, I, you look, look, look. You you look when you're going up against the Kansas City defense. Like they haven't been that great. I was thinking, oh man, the over's hitting for sure. Cupcake like, matchup, is, yeah, yeah. No, and then and then they get in there. He only scores me nine points in my league, and like I, I lost, I lost to Mike Dempsey this week. But but that's not even. I'm not even ready to get there yet. Okay, for one, Andy Dalton didn't even get real garbage time. They benched him for their backup quarterback. That hurt my soul as it was because I'm thinking, like, you know, he at least still has a shot to get the ball to Boyd or A.J. Green for a garbage time touchdown. That'll at least get me over the 10-point mark. No. Mm-mm. Nope. They don't care. They didn't care about me. They didn't care about my team. Aggravating as hell. Why couldn't they cover the over? You know how I many people lost money on that? <laughs> why couldn't they cover the over? <laughs> yeah, like, why? Like, like, I, like man, I, I don't know. but the, like, like, the Chiefs' defense... They they are looking a little bit better. I can't knock them there. Yeah, I mean the last two weeks for the Chiefs, the Chiefs defense. I mean you, these things are going to happen, and you have to watch out for the trends. And this goes not only just for your fantasy football lineups, but that's just football in general. There's going to be things that coaching staffs are going to be changing when it comes to player personnel, when it comes to different packages being played. There's going to be different things the defense are going to be doing because obviously, you know, Kansas City Chiefs have been pretty much the defense been like pretty much a layup, you know. Um, you know, I feel like they yeah, made the changes. shootouts every week. Yeah, they've made the changes, like, you know, in a sense. I mean, but, um, you know, and that started, you know, I feel like it started in the New England game, even though he gave up a lot of points. I feel like the second half of that game, um, and then since then, has been a, you know, a little bit more better adjustment, you know, for them. So, them, them, shut, them holding Cincinnati Bengals only 10 points, um, 
is okay. Is, is okay. Is we'll have to see it again. Um, but yeah, I think it's definitely. a step in the right direction for them. It's a it's a huge step, man. And I mean, look, they got the Broncos coming up this week. They got a divisional matchup. Um, I like you know with Case Keenum being in, we got a couple teams on high. He's definitely somebody you could you can look at. But with like you know like you're saying like with the this new this new regime or whatever they have going on now, this it's starting to evolve a little bit. So it's kind of it's kind of sketchy to look into that. So you really don't know what to do. But um. But I do, I do want to give a big shout out to Kareem Hunt for uh, for for having the most fantasy points scored, um, thirty seven points on DraftKings this week. It's pretty lit. Uh, normally, we're, we're so used to seeing you know Tyree Kill and you know uh, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. They're just leading the way, you know, throwing the ball. You know, they got a little shortstop throwing the ball there now. Um, so it's like, it's pr- pretty epic, but it's good to see Kareem Hunt getting back like heavy, heavy in the mix. And maybe this is going to continue because a lot of people were worried about him in the beginning of the year. They were thinking Spencer Ware was going to be like back in and it's just kind of like, huh, really? You thought that? Like, I don't know. Kareem Hunt is one of those guys that, you know, he was taken early second round. So, I mean, for a lot of guys after a lot of these running backs, especially like somebody like Dalvin Cook kind of fell off, um, Definitely somebody good that, that you get to pick up. So big shout out to, to Kareem Hunt for doing his thing this week. I agree. Um, I mean, Kareem Hunt has definitely looked like you know a better running back because they've used him more, um, you know, just more on the offense in general. The first four or five weeks, he just wasn't as you know as usage wise, just wasn't being as used as much. So now it's like you know, the last few weeks for him has been just more up like just more upside plays, and you know you you're clearly seeing that now. Um, and Patrick Mahomes, his, he's just so lethal with his legs, and he has a big arm. So defenses have to respect that. So why not give the ball to Kareem Hunt? Because you know he's there, there's not going to be a lot of you know, you know, um, big boxes up front for them to run the ball like that. Because they're not concerned about Kareem Hunt; they're more concerned about Tyreek Hill um, blowing them up downfield. Yeah, you so, can't stop that guy. You can't. You can't. It's just there's nothing you can do there. And so he's uh, he he had that drop and that he had the drop this week and that would have been a huge touchdown. I think that would have been like a forty fifty yard touchdown from Mahomes. But he that was like the first time he's dropped the ball in like forever. So it's uh, it, that was one of the most disheartening things of that to see. But one of the coolest things from that game, other than the game, because I don't even want to talk about last week's game because of Andy Dalton. And um, the Red Rider BB guns uh, back back in action. Damn ginger. Um, yeah, yeah, no soul. Take your take your soulless self back. Like the the orange and the orange does not work work well for him. I, I'm just I'm over Andy. I will never pick up Andy Dalton again. Um, but they they were showing footage of Patrick Mahomes as like a kid, like like just like like slinging the a basketball from like half court and like just dunking it. The kid's been an athlete since day one. His dad played professional baseball. You know, he's a shortstop. They had, I think, one of his throws that he had for a touchdown. He was like up in the air, like a like jump to throw the ball, like a jump pass. Like, it was insane. Like, like this kid is going to be. He he's the face of the next generation of quarterbacks. He, I think, he's already marked himself as that. Yeah, Patty Mahomes, man, boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I, I, I drafted him. I drafted him in one of our leagues. Uh, actually, two leagues that I'm in, I drafted him this year. And um, everybody was just like, are you going to pick a quarterback? I'm like, uh-uh. They're like, why? I'm like, because the guy I want is still going to be there. Cause I've, I've been, I've, I don't know. I was heavy on him last year. I liked him last year. I don't know why I liked him. I didn't do near as much research as I should have on him last year, but I just liked him for some reason. I was like, this. I feel like this kid's going to be the real deal. I think I saw like some footage of him at practice, like throwing like uh, an eighty-yard pass to like to like Tyree Kill, and I was like, man, that's going to look really good on the field against teams, and it's going to happen too. And it did. It rolled through. So, uh, yeah, shout out. I played against him in the GGFS Pro League this week too, so that didn't help me at all. <laughs> um, yeah, so just a bad week, but yeah, Mike Dempsey. Like, I don't know. I think Mike Dempsey hates me, kind of now. Like, just because like we had some we had some issues with some of like the scoring and some of the format stuff that we had put out in the beginning of the year, and like he never responded to me. But like, I tweeted out the other day. I was like, 
It's like, it's going to be a close game. You know, just like a little friendly, like, thing. I wasn't even trying to be, like, a dick or anything. I was just, like, dude, it was a little friendly thing. He waits until, like, like last night, like, the last minute of the game. I was like, who do you think will win? You know, that, that, nobody says nothing. And all of a sudden, I just see me. Like, that's it. Me. Just come out of nowhere. And I'm just like, man, like, you hadn't talked to me in, like, weeks. <laughs> like, and here you are. Like, here you are. But, yeah, Mike, no hard feelings. I know that you had a, a pretty rough week having to deal with watching Blake Bortles and uh, Cody Kessler single-handedly <laughs> screw up everything that you ever wanted. So, you, so yeah, that that's my shit talk to you this week, Mike, if you're listening. But, yeah, them, them Jags, man. How about them Jags? How about them? Uh, <laughs> Boy, I tell you. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. You, you have Blake Bortles anywhere? Yeah, I'm unfortunate to start Blake Griffin. I mean, Blake Griffin. <laughs> Don't do that. That's basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Easy now. We're not there yet. <laughs> um, Blake, Blake Bortles, I had to start one of my leagues. I mean, I was going to get crushed anyway. I was facing Patrick Mahomes, um, and I faced Emmanuel Sanders. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, I had to, play, I had to start Blake Griffin. I mean, see, it did again. There we go Blake again. Bortles. Easy. Blake, Blake Bortles, Pistons quarterback. Bortles. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. Oh. No. Overall. So I mean, Blake Bortles is a bum, and I think it's just like, uh, you know, that's strong words, just, Nick. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's let's face facts. I He's mean, a bum sometimes. Let's 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 be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, He's the a stats bum when it tell counts. a different story. <laughs> He's a the bum. Stats when it tell counts. us a different story. He's a good game story. manager. He's a great game manager. He's a cool guy. Good guy to drink a beer with. He's like the <laughs> the Trent Dilfer, you know. Like just, I mean, but you know, other than that, I mean, there's just time. He had one good game for me. Like I feel like this year, now was obviously the New England game. Other than that, it's just it's been kind of mediocre ish in you know, the last few weeks. And then you get benched this week, so. Oh, I mean, I think I think definitely with their run game, they're, they're having the run woes, you know, with Leonard Fournette being made of glass. Um, he's the big glass guy. That's the yeah. glass guy you got to look out for. Boy. But no, with him, with him doing that. But yeah, man, these Jags, they just, uh, they, they, they shook me. They shook me. They shook me real hard. Um, I didn't. And with Cody Kessler coming in the game, I just think that I don't really understand why you would want to, to bench Blake Bortles at that point. It's just like, do you really think Cody Kessler is going to do anything? I mean, he had like what? I think he threw one touchdown pass in that game. I think that was yeah. about it. Yeah. He had the one touchdown pass, but it's just like, other than that, then he just like went to straight shit mode and he never returned. So <laughs> you, know, you, you can't do that. You, just, you can't do that. Those kind of things. You have to stay away from that. And, um, and so now they've already come out and said that Blake's starting back. So, I mean, if you, you know, if you got the guts, Go for it. Start him up again this week. I yeah, think play, they, play, play him all your GPP lines this week on FanDuel, yeah. DraftKings, Fantasy yeah, Drafts. They're, they're just playing the Eagles. That's all it is. They're just He's playing free. the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. The, this Eagles team, though, like the Eagles, like they really, they really shook me this week. They anybody that has the Eagles defense in fantasy, they had a hard time this morning. Um, they had, no, they they shot a bad second half, man. That's 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 it. I mean, they let Carolina come from behind and just smack that ass all day. Smack that ass, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> straight up. No lie, yo. And like Cam Cam Newton was was out there balling, doing his thing, man. I mean, it was just a great game, great game for for that those Carolina Panthers. Always exciting to see things like that happen. I mean, even though now, look, you had like your you know your big score. I think the biggest score from that game on the Eagles side. 25 points like he could just not be touched um he was out there doing his thing Carson Wentz came in at 22 points on DraftKings um they, they actually had people that were, were saying that maybe it's time to, st- to put Nick Foles in and I think that's one of the most dumbest things that I've ever heard because Carson Wentz is actually on a very good forward progression now and a lot of people spent you know they they spent a lot of time in their drafts or they, they took him pretty early I mean, just hold your horses on Carson. Like that's a team thing. They're gonna get that figured out. But like, I feel like I feel like Doug Doug Peterson doesn't care. He's just like, oh, we won a Super Bowl. I've done my job. They, we're gonna just play football and hang out now. Like I feel like that's the mentality on the Eagles. 
So it's like, but Carson Wentz is still going to shine, and you know, as long as Zach Ertz is on that, I think personally, Zach Ertz is the best tight end in the league. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, I mean, with Gronk disappointing a lot of people this year, I wasn't as high on on Ertz because of his draft position. I, but I always thought he was going to be a top three tight end. So I mean, him just balling out right now, it's like it's not, it's no surprise to me, especially with Carson Wentz being back. But I think all in all, I think people are being a little, getting a little carried away with how poorly Carson Wentz is looking. I mean, it's not like Carson Wentz hasn't even turned the ball over since week three against yeah. the Colts. He hasn't turned think- the ball over. So it's not like it's not like it's not like they're losing like they've lost two close games the last three weeks. I get it. They lost a close game to the Vikings. He lost a close game to Carolina. I get that. Um he lost a close game to Tennessee as well a few weeks ago. So I mean you're losing these games, I mean, but it's not like Carson Wentz is costing you games either. And it's not like he's making these crucial mistakes at the end of these games either. It's just sometimes it's just, you know, that defense had to hold up. I mean, let's 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 be honest. Sometimes your offense puts you in a position so your defense can, can make sure that they have to go out there and succeed. Defensively, the Eagles look looked a mess and they let Carolina come back in the game. Yeah. So, and that's so a Carson defensive to go out, So you're telling me Carson Wentz has to go out there and win the game twice? Yeah, I mean, no. Come on. You're supposed to be one of the best. De- you're supposed to be the best, if not the best, defense in the league. And it's like, it, that's just not the case this year. It's just not the case. The Jaguars have been super disappointing on defense. <laughs> um, I, You know, Jalen Ramsey, I think he really put his foot in his mouth very hard um, after, after what the Cowboys did to him, man. Uh, I think that had a lot to do with Conor McGregor, though, because Conor McGregor is just an intimidating human being. So maybe, you know, they, they all were just kind of <laughs> like, oh, we, we probably should just let, you know, them do their thing because we don't want to get, you know, kicked. Or, but I do feel like Jalen Ramsey could easily pick off Conor McGregor. I don't know if you got to see that throw that he, that he tried to attempt oh, at the beginning of the game. Oh, no. So, yeah. Oh, so Jalen was wishing. Jalen was just wishing. Stay, just, stay, just stick to the UFC. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't 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 try to get into the NFL at all. Please work. Um, by the way, work on your cardio and work on your ground and pound. Um, <laughs> For sure. I mean, oh, sorry. Excuse me. Um, but back to the Jacksonville defense. I mean, look, the talent. The problem is, is just they just looked out of sorts these last few weeks. I mean, you know, they've just been looking out of sorts. Um, they faced KC at you know they, when they faced KC a few weeks ago. They had to they had to face Patrick Mahomes and you know KC's a tough place to play at. You know, so we'll chalk that up as just the defense, just, you know, Patrick Mahomes just having too much momentum at home. And, you know, sometimes when that happens, you know, things get away from you. But I think that, that the game that really disappointed me was the Dallas game. And not even last week, just the Dallas game. You gave up 40 points to an offense that really has not averaged more than over, you know, 21 points per game. You gave up 40 points. And I get most of, it, most of that game was held in check, like, you know, from like mid third quarter on. But, but that's all about to change. Right. I mean, because I mean. <laughs> breaking news, breaking news. Amari Cooper is now a wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys. We're a little late on the breaking news part, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, it's not. It's not break. It's just it's just news. It's just news, guys. Sorry, you're right. It's just news. So we got so so. Hey, we we got we we got a tip that Amari Cooper. <laughs> no, um, Amari Cooper is is playing for the Dallas Cowboys now. Traded uh, by Oakland for a first round pick. John Gruden has a pocket full of picks now. Um, he is he is ready for 2023 in Vegas uh, to to dominate the Super Bowl or try to at least. Um, but yeah, now with. Uh, you know, I, I know, like we said, Jags and Eagles, it's going to be a good game to see happen. It's going to be a good defensive matchup. Um, but kind of going into these Cowboys now, I mean, they're, you know, of course, they're, they're one of the teams that are on a bye this week. But just briefly to talk about this, I mean, how how much do you see this offense changing now with Amari Cooper in the mix? It's a fair question, um, only because Dallas needed someone of ca- Cooper's caliber to really um you know take you know take from where they're out they're at right now and get to another level. Um you know with the offensive line banged up for the Dallas Cowboys, you know, Travis Frederick out for pretty much indefinitely pretty much the season. We don't know if he's coming back or whatever. Um and that offense just looking so anemic, you know, besides, you know, them throwing to Michael Gallup finally this past week. Dallas Cowboys just needed Cooper. So what Cooper can bring is obviously, you know, that receiver that has that, you know, that 
that plethora of being that number one guy. And Cooper, you know, just for some reason, you know, he, he had an awesome year his first year and then just has flamed out ever since. So that being said, I think it was a combination of just Oakland kind of not being like in win now mode. Now Cooper's got to really come into an offense. You know, he has a bye week, which is good. He gets a chance to get some chemistry with Dak Prescott and seeing how they'll, he'll use him. And the thing is with Cooper is that I think he'll be a better fit than what probably Dow, that Des Bryant was doing. Here's why I say that. Because Cooper is going to be able to, you know, there's going to be times where I don't think Dak Prescott is just one of those, he, he's just, it's just notable that he's not going to be looking for that number one receiver constantly. He's not going to always throw the ball down deep to, or, you know, to one, just one receiver. So Cooper getting into the mix of Dallas is actually a good, a good move for them. Um, granted, they gave him a first round pick, but I think all in all, if the, like, I think it's a, a great gamble on a player that has some upside still. He's still really young. And I think that he could write, he could write, he could rewrite the, um, his story this season with Dallas. Right. His story and history together, was that a play on words? I think it was a play on words, yeah. I like that. Another thing, another very notable thing to take into consideration is that Dak Prescott, the difference between Derek Carr and Dak Prescott is that Dak Prescott is not one back injury away from being paralyzed. So maybe that helps yeah. too. So um, d- different arm. That, that, was a, uh, that was a medical take. Um, so we have <laughs> so we have medical takes now brought to you by medical. Uh, by the way, before before I forget, this podcast is brought to you by Stat Route. Stat Route is the number, uh, my number one source of stats. It's where it's where Garage Guys gets their stats from. And uh, right now, you can head over to StatRoute.com. You can uh, check out their products they have. It's a great software. If you're really heavy into DFS, it can really help you uh, see the light on how to really build your lineups. Um, it gives you all the information jam-packed. And if you're into historical data, that's all there too. So right now, if you head over to StatRoute.com, you can use our promo code GarageGuysFF, not FS for fantasy sports, GarageGuysFF for fantasy football. So use promo code GarageGuysFF, get 25% off your purchase. Head over there right now, StatRoute.com. Check them out. Follow them on Twitter at StatRouteSR. Uh, great, great product. Have you got to use StatRoute yet, Nick? Yes, I have, and it's an awesome, awesome product. Recommend it to anyone who's looking to do DFS. That's right, <laughs> sure. and, he, and he used the promo code, so don't forget the promo code. Please don't forget okay. the promo code. <laughs> don't do that. Yes. You want, you and, want and, to save some money these days. And, and, some, and some beautiful news that I just got is that StatRoute is actually uh, working up getting NBA stats coming very soon. So it's oh, in beta. yeah. It's in beta right now, so we're going to have all of that action as well. So, yeah, StatRoute, big, big guys. Big guys, big stats, love it, love that. So let's go ahead and talk about some guys that we're throwing the towel in on. I know you've got <laughs> some. Um, this has been hot topic oh, all throughout the boy. week. We're in the middle. We're in the middle of the season now. Um, it's it's time to to dump some players off. Um, I know for me personally. I've tried. I've tried to do everything I can with this guy. Um, I, I really believed in him at the beginning of the year. I thought that he was going to have uh, some spark in him. He, he got a big contract. Um, I thought he was going to be used a lot better. But unfortunately, Hugh Jackson and Todd Haley just cannot figure out how to get this guy more involved, except against the Chargers where he had 14 fantasy points in our league. And that's uh, none other than Mr. Duke Johnson Jr. So, um you know, when you look at Carlos Hyde getting traded to Jacksonville, you know, everybody was really big on the Nick Chubb train, and they should have been, and I was wrong for not being on it because I'm sitting here just like, oh, well, it makes sense. Duke Johnson's about to really get more involved in this in this game, and he's going to be really involved this week. Um, I was super excited to get to watch the game, to see how it all went down. I was like, ah, oh, Nick Chubb's not going to do anything. This is going to be Duke Johnson's game. This is happening. Um, it did not happen. At all, it, and I thought that if it would happen, it was going to happen against this Bucks defense. But uh, Nick Chubb stepped up and he did his thing. So now with Nick Chubb doing this, I think that Nick Chubb becomes new Carlos Hyde. Duke Johnson stays getting around his five points, uh, four points on average, maybe three. I don't even know the average. I just know that it's not good for me <laughs> at all every week, and and I can't keep doing it. I can't keep taking it. Um, Duke Johnson, I started you over Josh Gordon this week in the flex. And, uh, yeah, that really hurt me. And I I had a lot of faith. Boy, 
public service announcement. If you ever need help, bro, just give me a ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I literally I thought that I thought Duke Johnson was gonna have a hell of a game. I thought that everybody was just on this, you know, Nick Chubb hype train and I was just like, nah, it's gonna be Duke. Was not. It was not the case. So it happens sometimes. Um, but yeah, I, I'm cutting the cord with Duke. I'm gonna keep him on the bench for now, but he will no longer be in that flex spot. I have Tariq Cohen and Alvin Kamara. Their buys are over. Um, so, so I'm rocking and rolling, man. I'm good. Well, I hear you. Well, there's a couple guys I want to get to, so let's get it in. So this one just kind of pains me because. I really had high hopes on this guy as well, and this guy has just just drafting him. I thought he wasn't going to be a committee, and then it turned out the opposite happened. The committee just bit him in the ass, and now he just split him work. Be not only between one guy but two guys. I'm talking about Royce Freeman of the Denver Broncos, and I hate Coach Van Joseph. <laughs> this guy is seriously using three running backs and splitting them up on average, on, you know, percentage wise, give and take about all of them are getting about 33.3% <laughs> of the snaps and usage. And it's remarkably and stupidly ridiculous how that's even possible. <laughs> I don't even know he's why they're still, still using, using Booker. He's still using Devontae Burke Booker. Why? Why is he still using Devontae Booker? Why? It's clueless. Uh, I'm trash. clueless to it. You got Lindsey. You got Lindsey and Freeman, and I'm right there with you too, man. Like Freeman was one of those guys that I thought was going to be great. I hyped him up so big, you know, just watching his film out of Oregon. You know, I was just like, man, like they finally got a bulldozer, like in that backfield. Like oh, they haven't God. had this. Um, I think that you know the last guy I remember, like when I first started playing fantasy, they had like No. Sean Marino came in. Can't remember who he came in behind, but uh, Marino had some some uh, great games. But I thought that this was going to be like another like kind of like creation like that where you, you were going to start seeing like that that big run, and then it turned into a poor man's boom and zoom with like Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, and then now it's just like Adrian Peterson's in the mix is Devonte Booker, and they can't really figure it out, and it's just kind of going everywhere. But it's easy to say Phil Phil Lindsay is best running back on that team, and no one saw that coming. No, and Phil Lindsay, you know, uh, you know, we should have never doubted him. I didn't know the backstory about him. You know, he um he made the team as a you know as a free agent. You know, um really would stand standing out in college ball, and although he's a small stature, he just has been just taking the lead in this committee and. Um, just with that being said, like Royce Freeman is a low end flex for me moving forward. I can't start him as RB two anymore until something happens. And right now he's dealing with a uh, he's dealing with an injury to his ankle. He's day to day, so it's a high ankle sprain. So um, that being said, Royce Freeman is just gonna be riding my bench moving forward. Hope, I mean, you could drop him in some leagues if you have to. Um, if you have some running back depth, you could definitely drop him. But yeah, I'm over trying to use Royce Freeman as RB two and. You know, I was one of those guys that were kind of bowling on Royce Freeman, kind of took him in the fifth round, and, you know, just, yeah, kind of regretting that just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, but, but you, can't, you can't be mad. There were so many people that went after Royce, and so many people thought that, that was going to happen. But, yeah, towel time. Towel time for Royce. Um, another guy that, that I've been kind of looking at to, uh, to be ready to, to kind of just dump off be finished with um and i mean it's just because of the the up and downs that he's having that that i thought you know i i genuinely thought it was going to be really great for him this year i thought that he was going to explode but they're having issues with the quarterback um and i mean he still has some games where he's okay but it's just not consistent and that's that's dante moncrief um i'm ready to go ahead and pull the plug on moncrief there's just so many other options out there for wide receiver so many other guys have started to really come into their own now and um until they can get this stuff figured out you know with uh with blake bortles and 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 get the quarterback situation figured out you know i think when fournette comes back that's going to be able to really open up that field a lot more for them um and right now it's just really not hitting so until something changes man you, you, the, your, your towel boy, your towel boy, Dante Moncrief. 
Yeah, I mean, I was never big on anyone really in that Jags, Jacksonville Jaguars like uh, receiving. Not core. even Keelan Cole. I was, I was, but I just didn't draft him enough in my leagues um, to really merit him to like really be like a flyer. There's other guys I like later, Chris Godwin, like you know some of these other guys, and look at Chris Godwin. But there's we're talking about towel guys. So <laughs> there's one guy in particular. I, I I've actually been ahead. I was actually ahead on this trend before he uh, lost more of his value. And I'm talking about Chris Hogan. Um, now, this was before um, – This was, I, I definitely threw in the towel weeks beforehand, before the Edelman, before Edelman came back and before they traded for Josh Gordon. I was able to get Chris Hogan for Emmanuel Sanders in a full-point PPR league. So, oh, it hurts. That oh, hurts. oh, no, that's great. That's great for me, not for not for the other guy. So, oh. um, so I was able to yeah. snag, I was able to snag Sanders. So I was I was definitely ahead of that curve, and I pat myself in the back for that one. So, oh no, I shit mean, on. oh yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's hurting now. But, but man, all in that's, all, yeah, good for you, man. That's fantasy football for you. But all in all, it's looking. <laughs> I mean, Chris Hogan has been a little bit better over the last few weeks because he's been getting the ball a little bit more. Um, over ten plus points, um, and and I do more full PPR leagues, so you know he's been doing that the last few weeks. So he's looking a little bit better, but there's just way too many targets. There's way too many guys in New England. Like I, you know, we were talking about this before. It's like New England just there's just way too many targets. There's too many guys that are getting the ball. Um, you don't know what the volume is going to be on a weekly week week to week basis, and even with Gronkowski out, it's like. It's like you're not going to see a big ceiling game for Chris Hogan. Um, you know, the only ceiling game we really saw was Week Two against Jacksonville, and I, I don't yeah. even know how that happened because you're playing James James Ramsey and Chris, and AJ Abouye and all. It just the, hasn't all been the game. same. Hasn't been the same for the Jags. Man. Yeah, too many too many guys are going to be getting the ball in New England. You know, we see we say this every year. So, um, you know, Josh Gordon had over 100 yards this week. You know, like Edelman had a touchdown. Like Gronk Gronk didn't play. So. Imagine what happens when Gronk plays now. Now imagine what happens when Sonny Michelle comes back. There's way too many guys in that whole New England offense and core to literally for me to start Chris Hogan as a even like where you got him in your drafts is most likely where you're starting him as a wide receiver too or a high end flex play. And well, yeah. he's not even really worth that. I mean, he's maybe even a flex play. You know, he's just not a consistent one. He's just a a really really like in, inconsistent. Boomer bust wide receiver three of the week. Yeah, and I'll say it, I've said it before. I'm gonna say it again. I will always say it. Bill Belichick hates fantasy football. It's confirmed. If you're gonna draft any player from the Patriots, it's always gonna have to be Tom Brady for me. That's the only player I've ever looked at drafting. If I'm gonna go for a quarterback high, it's gonna be Tom Brady because. And we we always know that with the run game, it could be anybody. Like you said, with the pass game, Tom just – he likes those check downs. He's going to get it to it's over open. All he cares about is winning a football game and winning the Lombardi. That's all they care about. Um, they don't have any fun. They It's all about <laughs> – they have no fun. Confirmed. That's confirmed. That's, that's big facts. That's big no facts fun. right there. Yeah. They have no fun. They just they, – all they care about is the Lombardi. It's just like I don't understand. Bill Belichick is just one Brain of those guys. Brainwashing. Yeah. Guys. He just sits at his house and, like, I think he just, like, sits in a dark room and just stares at film. And, like, he doesn't speak to his family. Um, <laughs> he, they, they just they, – they bring him food, like, on a little tray, and then he just, like, shoes them away. Um, kind of like the Joe Paterno movie, like where he, they were like trying to tell him like, Hey, there's this big scandal going on. He's like, I'm trying to get ready for next week. Get out of here. Like, that's, 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 that's Bill Belichick, bro. But he also, anytime you're playing the Patriots, Bill Belichick will take out your playmaker. And so I think a, a lot of, on the other side of that ball, going way back a couple weeks ago, and you're looking at like, you know, if you have a team where there's a lot of different, you know, wide receiver options, you can't really take the playmaker out. He, he doesn't know who to go for. So that's what you have to watch for when you're playing the Patriots. And, I mean, I feel like that is a winning formula for any time you have wide receivers that are, are running backs that are playing against New England because that's how you can really pick apart that, and that's how you can win a lot in DFS or if you have somebody, you know, in your, in your tournament lineups or in your leagues that you have, you, you can always roll that way with it. And this week is going to be hot for them. Because the Monday night game is the Patriots versus the Bills. I don't even know how this happened, um, but it happened. Ugh. Derek Derek Anderson, uh, maybe, oh, no. maybe, 
Uh, Indianapolis completely just destroyed him. <laughs> Reflexes on deck. <laughs> um, Derek, like, dude, Indianapolis destroyed the Bills. And so it's just like the Bills are dead. This is going to be one of the craziest, dumbest games. I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. Why is this even on it. Monday Night Football? Why is this even on football? They, they should just, like, like they should like lower They should have an NFL B League. And, like, Jeez, the Bills should like... play in that. If you lose so many games, can they get, or can they get flexed you, out, man? Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, can, can we like get like another Kansas City Patriots Monday night? That would be great. Jeez, man, I, I would watch that again. Awesome. But yeah, this week uh, there there are no playmakers at all for that Bills defense. So Sean McCoy went down. That hurt a lot of people this week. I know more than seventy five percent of people were were starting Lashawn McCoy in their lineup. Boy, they disappointed. Yeah, I, I had him. <laughs> Dude, this is how bad it was. I had LaShawn McCoy in DFS this week and I still won. Because of that's how much he was in that he was he was picked in lineups all across DraftKings. Yeah. That's I mean, the insanity. Yeah, I pl- I played him too and I you know, and um you know, I just Yeah, it happens. <laughs> it's like It does. You know, it just happens. And you hate way. to see it. You hate to see it, but it's just it is what it is. So depending on if he's healthy and he comes back um, that's really all you have. So, you know, Bill Belichick's going to do Bill Belichick things. Sean McCoy probably won't get a lot done. So I, I don't even, I don't even want to even worry with this game. If you have Patriots players, all systems go. That's all I can tell you there. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> another, another crazy game. We got any more towel guys? Believe that was it. Um, that's all I have so far, too. Yep, yep. I mean, I mean, there, there's going to be a lot more towel guys, so get ready for that. Oh, sure, definitely. There's also injured guys. Uh, the most notable injured guy right now, guys, is Marshawn Lynch. If you got Marshawn Lynch, I hope you already have your waiver claims in for for Jalen Richard, because if you have one in for Doug Martin, you 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 smoking that that real real loud gas, probably ragweed. Um, so I would probably just uh, I would probably just go ahead and turn in your your team. If you're trying to get Doug Martin at this point, because I think Jalen Richard is the only guy you can go for. I don't know how much you would back me up on that. I mean, if we're talking about waiver claims here, I mean, right, running back. I mean, you talk you you talked about the situation already. I mean, yeah. Chris Ivory is going to get all the the usage and touches he can get. Um, you know, against New England on Monday night because that's pretty much all they really have. <laughs> well, yeah, but, I mean, the the problem with that is I think he's actually questionable. I'm not sure what he's questionable for, but I'm not sure if, if he's even up to full health. So, well, so then you got to worry about that, too. Yep. Well, <laughs> don't get any don't, – don't, don't, don't pick up any Buffalo Bills people this week. Yeah, don't like the Buffalo. But, no, but with, with the don't injured – Don't like Buffalo. <laughs> no, no, no Buffles. No Buffles. Yeah, he's nope. questionable. Chris Ivory's questionable this week. So, I mean, we'll see. I'm sure he'll end up getting the start if, if, uh, if you know, LaShawn can't do it. But, I mean, just with Marshawn, because like you said, I, they, I don't know, running backs are so slim. Uh, if you can trade, do your trades. But if you had Marshawn Lynch, Jalen Richard, I think is going to be your best bet on that Oakland offense. He's the only other guy that I really think John Gruden actually gives two shits about. And John Gruden's just, you know, as long as you just can run the spider play, you're fine. So, because that's like the only play that he still likes to run, because it's still NFL blitz circa 1999 with uh, Oakland now. So you always have to keep that vision alive and full. Agreed. Um, so there's one, there's one yes. more guy I think people could pick up as a running back this week, and that's um, Raheem Mostert, and that's um, 49ers running back Who? Raheem Mostert. Yeah. <laughs> Mostert, Mostert. Sounds like a sounds like a soccer player. Pretty much. Tell me more. Hey, go! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, overlap. <laughs> um, you got me want to play FIFA now. Oops. <laughs> um, so with the 49ers situation, you got Matt Breida there, um, which has been struggling to just stay on the field, and in back to back weeks, um, Raheem has really out has out touched Morris and just made him look like a, a little bitch. And um, <laughs> no, uh, oh, sorry, no sorry, yeah, yeah, I didn't say it right. <laughs> little bitch, little bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, there so, you go. <laughs> um, didn't say it that right the first time, but yeah, he's he's really just like outplayed him, especially in a PPR format. I take a I take a stab at him. Um, I wake up early in the morning. You know, if you're listening to this, if you if you're already up this morning already, if you're listening to this already, make sure you look for the waiver wire. If you're in a deep league, I grab him. Um, 
if we're still talking about you know guys you could pick up this week, if Chris Thompson's not playing, um, Kembry Bibbs, you know, for the skins. If Thompson's going to be out, then I like his role um, as a flex play this week um, with the Redskins because Chris Thompson could be out again for week eight. So those are some running backs. Get your bibs out. Get your bibs out is right. (laughs) Get your bibs out. Get your bibs ready. It's going to be real messy. A lot of ribs going on this week. Yeah, ribs. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I'm telling you, FIFA ribs, we got it all going on right here right now. But yeah, man. Um, those yeah. I think who the skins got this week? Skins are gonna be going against the Giants. Saucy. Hello. <laughs> That's gonna be a pretty saucy one. So so yeah, the Redskins just beat the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys going in there by Redskins are at the top of the NFC East. So uh, Crazy, there's man. no 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 way that the Giants are going to the right. NFC East. No, it doesn't. It doesn't even sound right, man. The but with an Adrian Peterson led backfield. Just imagine how amazing it would have been to have Darius Geis this year. Just, just imagine. Well, we, we don't really know that. It could be like a Dalvin Cook situation. He, Cook, Geis might come in next year and just not be right, just like Dalvin Cook is. I think Dalvin Cook is the most is the most player that has let everyone down <laughs> this year. And like Latavius Murray is just doing everything right. So <laughs> continue doing you, Latavius, all day, every day. <laughs> He's been great, man, for, for the if people that actually so, got a hold so of him. So, no, no for anyone in Dynasty, though, I would go out and see what kind of value I can get for Dalvin Cook right now. Um, because I think what happens is with, you know, some of these running backs, especially when they're coming off huge, you know, you know surgeries, you know, obviously with different people, I mean, it's just the case varies, of course. Yeah, it's going to vary. Some guys are just like Adrian Peterson several years ago, you know, redefine like how you come back from ACL surgery. So... It's not he was the Terminator. He came back and back and back and back again. Oh yeah. So I mean, we we've seen that people can come back from injury, and it's not going to be as apparent for their game. But you know, with, with Dalvin Cook, it's the hamstring right now. So I mean, those I hate hamstring injuries, and they're the most, and they're really that and the groin are like two of the most like you know obviously besides the ACL. Um, those are the, those are the two injuries I linger on the most. So it's tough. Um, but I would say if you're in dynasty leagues, I go, I go target him for sure, because I'd like to see what I can get for him. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, dynasty leagues, that, that's something I have yet to do, man. What? Ho- host of a fantasy football podcast have yet to play in a dynasty league. Crazy. I need, I need you to, know, I need to hop in one of those. If, if any of you guys got any of them dynasty leagues, it's like the Dave Chappelle, Tyrone Biggums meme. I'm like scratching my <laughs> neck right now. Y'all got, any, <laughs> y'all got any of them dynasty leagues? Easy, hey, baby. easy, easy. We, we care about your health. Chase. Yeah, we care about your health. I want some crap. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta stay away from that. I gotta stay away. No, no crack. Fantasy football crack. That's about all we we can roll with here. Oh my goodness. So, um, you know I'm a Saints fan, Nick. So I, I had yep. to bring, I had to just bring up the game. Uh, Saints Ravens. Drew Brees has now thrown over 500 touchdown passes, and he has beaten every team in the NFL, um, all because Justin Tucker fucked up enormously by missing his first point-after attempt, and his face, oh my god, that meme, that that, that will be a meme enshrined of, of all football memes, that face that he made was the most... Crazy, man. Just shocked, yeah. Just disappointing, shocked. shocked face I've ever seen because he just like now I'm like all the others. My Wait, power man. has been drained. He's won <laughs> so many games for the Ravens, man, and for him to miss that kick, like it was like I literally when Justin Tucker was coming up there, I'm like, okay, we're going to overtime. It is what it is. We'll see what happens. Yeah. That's great. More points for Kamara. I'm happy. Um, <laughs> so no, it did not happen. They he missed the point after attempt. I was in shock. Myself, because I caught myself staring at the TV, waiting for overtime to come, but it never came. And then I realized, wow, that really happened. That was real. And then it wasn't that much longer. Jake Seeley had already made a GIF of it, and like he had that posted up everywhere. So I got to share that. That was just, it was just great. It was great. And I think that, yeah, I tweeted, I tweeted on a Cam Jordan tweet after the game, and my mentions did not stop blowing up for two days. So I will never tweet on a Cam Jordan tweet again. Um, because that was just, and it was like the most like Saints fans, man. I I like I love my Houdat family, but Saints fans will like retweet and like the most minuscule shit ever. Like if you just put Houdat, 
on something. Like all I did was put who dat, and I had a picture of Justin Tucker's face. And I think it got like over like a hundred and something likes, and like it just kept going. And then, and then like this one guy out of nowhere just sends me like a gif of like Stefan Diggs scoring the walk off touchdown. Like just starting shit like randomly, but and then I remembered. Oh wait, that's, Saints that's play the Vikings. Yep. No. Yep. But the Saints play the Vikings this Sunday night. They sure I'm do. Super hyped for this game. <laughs> really excited. Um, uh, we get the rematch now. This is going to be a really good fantasy matchup. You can't knock the number one right wide receiver in the league, which is Adam Thielen, in my opinion, right now. It has to be Adam Thielen. Uh, he had his seventh straight game with over a hundred yards, man. Crazy, man. Adam Thielen is out here doing a B shit. So it's, it's real. And, and I have <laughs> Thielen. I got to draft Thielen. I'm the, I'm the lucky one. Uh, so it's always good to have the number one wide receiver in the league. So I have him. Um, I'm excited to see how they play. Like, like I said, I really thought that this, you know, defense was going to come off this bye week and like finally have shit fixed. Um, and you know they they still have a long way to go uh, to to get back to the caliber of play they were at last year. I don't know. I, I think that like that that Vikings game last year really just made them regress. So you okay? <laughs> I'm here. I know. I know. It makes me sick to think about it too. It makes me sick thinking about it too, Nick. Um, <laughs> but uh, but. But they they have they I think they regressed after the Vikings uh, the Vikings game and the loss to them. So maybe after this week, you know, with a win against Minnesota, we can get back to business. Because I mean, we are five and one after all. Saints are five and one. Kamara is right behind Ty Gurley. Um, I, I think we got this one in the bag. So hoping for the best with this one. It's going to be a good fantasy matchup. Sunday night's going to be electric. Really ready for that game. Um, and then another big game that they have coming up this week that I'm looking at for fantasy purposes uh, is going to be probably probably just have to go ahead and say Rams and Packers. Um, I think that this could – I've been talking to a couple people. This might be the game that the Rams lose. Hmm. Hmm. Hot hmm. take, interesting take. I think that's an interesting take. I think um, the only way Green Bay has a chance to be to beat them to beat them is they somehow to get this. They have to get something from their defense, man. Like Green Bay defense has looked atrocious. Like they're just awful. They're just it's been bad. trash. It's been I bad. It, that's not even a word. They've just been awful. They've been trash. Like, yeah. I think Clay Matthews just decided to give up after he just like, try, like, basically like tapped the quarterback and then he got fined. Just so. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you can't poke the quarterback. Shit. Okay, my bad. Fuck. All right, I'm not gonna play anymore. So I just, I just, I, the only way they, you know, the only way the Rams like lose this game, um, is if like literally like I mean Jared Goff like you know literally just. Throws interceptions like you know uh, Green Bay's defense, and if they can catch them, <laughs> like we all so know that, really that has to happen. Ball. No, no, that's not going to happen. Jared Goff's one of those interesting players too, man. Like I have him in my fourteen team uh, league, and he, uh, you know, he'll get you like twenty points one week, and then it's just Todd Gurley runs the ball, and you get like eight points out of Jared Goff. So it's uh, it's it's not. It's not ever really fun with Jared Goff sometimes, but you still hold on because you know that he could have that one game where he could just go to town. So that that, that uh, Rams wide receiver core needs to get super healthy and get back to work. But yeah, uh, I mean, but yeah. this, ga- this game when we're talking about, I mean, the Green Bay defense has allowed at least over twenty five points on average this season. <laughs> like, and yeah. they're not at home. This they're not at home for this matchup. No, <laughs> they're no, going they're to LA. Be home. Be but you home. always want to think. You always want to think that, like you know, one of the one of the the legend quarterbacks, you know, like Rogers, Brady, Breeze, somebody like them could knock off this team. So um, I think that if anybody has a chance, uh, I, you have you have to give Aaron Rodgers credit and say that that there's possibility that this could really happen. Um, I don't think that any team's just going to walk in and do it. Uh, so I'm really excited to watch this matchup. It's going to be one of the late games. Uh, it's going to be really fun to watch. And 
I think that Devontae Adams is going to have him another hot week. Um, also, been looking at this, uh, I think it's a Valquez Scantling character that they have on this uh, character. <laughs> um, <laughs> right? I was like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> the yeah the, the, it's got this guy. Lately. <laughs> yeah, this guy. This guy's been. This guy's been killing it, man. He's uh, he's turning into the real deal. You know, with Geronimo Allison being you know injured and Randall Cobb kind of being out. You know, I think Allison's back now. So I mean, you, you kind of have that that receiver core is now kind of starting to. Uh, to really kind of get get his stuff together back again, they're yeah. they're getting healthier. So this is definitely going to be a marquee matchup, good fantasy matchup to look for. Um, continuing on with the bye weeks, though, we got Falcons, Chargers, Cowboys, and Titans. Uh, one other quarterback option that I want to just throw this out there: he did not have a good week last week at all. However, he did play the Rams, and this is not a, a high caliber quarterback like Rogers, you know, Brady or Breeze. But C.J. Beathard this week um, is going to be playing the Arizona Cardinals. And, uh, you know, we, we saw what Case Keenum did to the Arizona Cardinals. We, we saw what the Arizona Cardinals did to the Arizona Cardinals uh, <laughs> themselves. So, um, so, granted, look, you know, we, they, they got rid of, of, of McCoy. There's going to be a little bit – hopefully there's going to be a little bit of difference here in this game. But still, he – you know, the highest – uh, points scored for Beathard came against Arizona two weeks ago. I think he had, like, you know who the new offensive points. coordinator is for the Arizona Cardinals, though? Speak to me. Uh, I heard his name Leftwich. earlier. Leftwich. Byron Leftwich. Okay. Byron Leftwich so used to be a quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars for years in the league. So I, I, I'm a little optimistic about this move. Let's just say that. I, and that's it's good, and that, that sounds like it's good for Rosen. It sounds like my kiss from a Rosen could be something that could happen because you know I'm quarterback needy right now. Just don't kiss right, anybody. I, no, no, I'm gonna say it. I'll, I'll I'll keep I'll keep kissing my wife. That'll be about it. That's good. That's, but, that's um, a good idea. Yeah, that's the way. That's do it. Monogamy is real. It's still it's still in play. Uh, <laughs> uh, Boy, so but yeah. Hey, you might no, have some stalkers, um, man. But might might want to be careful about that. Yeah, I gotta stop that. But I, I would love to see Josh Rosen get 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 his stuff going. Oh man, you got you got me thinking about this old story. I'll tell about it another time. I'll, just, I'll tell you about it off air. We'll, we'll, we'll have to have you on Garage Talk, and we'll talk about it on Garage Talk. Can't believe the people hanging, man. Well, hey, hey, you, you need to be. You need to listen to Garage Talk. Garage Talk. I think we're gonna have a new Garage Talk this week. So right. a little teaser. Little teaser for all you guys. We might have a garage talk. Jordan is actually uh, out of town on some business, so since Jordan couldn't join me and Nick tonight on the pod, we might have to throw a uh, a quick garage talk up to get Jordan on. And you, you guys remember garage talk in the off season? Uh, so garage talk might 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 have a little sneaky return at the end of the week. We don't know yet, but um, so yeah, CJ Beathard, twenty four points. Looking to him. You got any other guys that you're really looking into heavy this week, just for like a quick ad or streamer? Somebody. I mean, like if that? somehow, some way, Blake Baker Mayfield's out there, I'd grab him this week, um, for sure at quarterback. I mean, he has the dual threat ability, and I love looking for QBs who have that. Like that's just like something like that should be just on your roster right now. Someone who's a dual, a dual threat quarterback who can run with the ball. Um, right. So and if we he's out there, seen. grab him. We haven't seen a Baker Mayfield-led Browns offense against the Steelers. We've only seen a Tyrod Taylor-led offense. So, new game. Right. Uh, yeah, new team, new game. Might be fun to watch. Uh, hopefully, it does not end in a tie again. So, we can always pray for that. But Hugh yeah. Jackson does love those ties, man. Who we? Um, I mean, I mean, football ties or just regular ties? Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, he he loves football ties. He loves football printed ties by Vineyard Vines. He, you know, he's got all the ties, man. Uh, bow tie guy. I feel like I feel like he's a bow tie guy. <laughs> um, Are you a bow tie guy? I'm not a bow tie. Am I? But I mean, I was at one point in time. Oh God! <laughs> I want. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, I was putting on the Ritz and shit, man. Putting on the Ritz. I had a Larry Fitzgerald bow tie. Putting on the Fitz. Um, Set the right. shirt with the cane and the top hat. I don't know. I shouldn't have said that. No, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going we're to delete this part of the podcast. <laughs> no, so before we close out, there was, a, there was a very interesting comment made on Monday Night Football 
last night. Uh, Booker McFarlane basically talked about how he used to piss his pants on the sideline. Um, with games. <laughs> Odell Beckham, <laughs> Odell Beckham gets up and runs off the field, and everybody's panicking. Like, oh no, what's happening? Odell's leaving the game. Oh, no. It's okay. It's okay. Odell just has to go take a piss. And then Booger just comes out of nowhere. Oh, get all these all these sissy wide receivers. He was like, all these sissy wide receivers out here. Man, back in my day when I played, you know, if we had to take care of our business, we just sat there right on the bench and we took care of business. Jason Witten's just like, yo, what? <laughs> what what did you just say on, on, on Monday Night Football? Like on live television. Like like he was like, Yeah, I ain't got no shame. We used to just take care of business right there on the sideline, get up, go play our game. Like, bro, okay. For one, I'm almost borderline ashamed to admit this. I'm not really sure where Booker McFarlane played, but if that dude had white pants, there's no way he pissed himself. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, unless he was stupid hydrated. That's the only way that could have happened. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Ridiculous. So we have to to do a fact check or we're going to figure out where Booger McFarlane played. Because, if I mean, if it was at, like, the 49ers, he had the gold pants, he was fine. Uh, anything like that. But, yeah, uh, that was just one of the crazier things that I've heard on Monday night. And what's up Ever. with this Genesis halftime show? Have, have you been have you, are you been confused every week, Nick, about the Genesis halftime show? Just a little bit. Yep, just a little bit. Yeah, we had we had Lil Yachty on last night, Lil Boat, too. Uh, and it was just a song that had a lot of, yeah, yeah. And hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just kind of kept on for like, you know, about yeah. like three minutes. Yeah. yeah. And then you had like a, a 90s grunge band on last week. I, I think. Yeah. I, I wait, vote what, yes. Garbage. Uh, like, and it, the, the literal name of the band is Garbage, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh it's God. just, what yeah, Genesis doing? Halftime Show. What are they um, doing, that, man? They're trying to appeal to millennials. You're not doing a hot job. They're, they're doing a Awful job. They're trying to. Poli- they're trying. They're they're doing what non millennials think millennials they're just, want. They're just trying to. Yeah. Admit, they're, 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 right? Like, oh my god! Yeah. It's like it's oh like boy. it's like when your parents. It's like when you were in like junior high and you were dancing to uh, "Low" by T Pain, and then like <laughs> all your parents started doing it like three years later, and oh like they god. would not shut up about singing "Apple Bottom Jeans." Oh. So oh. Uh, that's exactly what happened. Don't don't remind me. Oh. <laughs> Those are horrible times. But anyway, we squirreled off there. But uh it's been a great show. Nick, thanks so much for being on. Um it's uh it's always gonna be it's gonna be a pleasure from now on having you on the show. You're definitely coming back for sure. Talk football. And we also know that we have the GGFS Hoops cast coming out. Uh we're, we're gonna have a lot of information. If you're not big into fantasy basketball, it's the perfect time to get into it now. Because now we have a new podcast coming out. It's going to be hitting off. And also, too, um, you're also writing uh, some fantasy football articles as well. What's the name of the publication you're writing for? So Creative Sports is a the publication that I, I write for there. And then the Sportster um, are two places you can find some of my stuff. At, at Creative Sports is the, the Twitter hashtag. You can also follow me on Twitter at Nick underscore Wilcox 25. Feel free to follow me. Tweet me questions. Inbox me your questions for your start sits. Some people you should think think about picking up. Just general advice. I'm out here. Yeah, and not just for basketball too, guys. I mean, Nick, Nick knows oh, the shit with football. Yeah. football. yeah, of course football. Of course football. Anytime. So you know he's a part of the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Network, the, the Garage fam, if you will. Um, so we got that going on. Guys, you know where you can follow me at, at Garage Guy Chase. Uh, you can also follow our page at Garage Guys FS, and uh, we're also in the works of getting our uh, our our website redone. So we're 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 in some talks right now with a couple of different uh, people. We're gonna try to have that thing up and running uh, by the end of the year with a lot more a uh, lot more stuff than we have now. It's like a basic blog right now. So we're about to turn this thing up a notch. Uh, we're also gonna have a store. You can buy Garage Guys merch. Uh, we're going to have everything and anything you need. Uh, Garage Guys, always on the up and up, all the time. That's how we roll over here. But, uh, again, Nick, thanks so much for being on. Enjoy your week eight, guys. If you have any questions, you know you can always hit us up on the Garage Guys hotline. That's 929-430-GGFS. Or just hit us up on Twitter. Um, as always, been a great show. 
Peace. Enjoy your week eight. Sports party. Repeat.